Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It, everyone's favorite uncovering, dissection, turn over the skin to see what's underneath. Let's put you under a microscope of Reddit. Whoa. You didn't like Turn that over one? the skin? Yeah, we'll tell you. Of it what? Of, like, you know, you're dissecting. Happy spooky season. I love dissecting things. I what? had to quit a class because I wouldn't dissect a, a cat. That's a, cat? a little extreme. A yeah, cat? they wanted Did us to dissect a cat. And I was in like this anatomy class in high school at my boarding school. And I they gave us each a cat. No. And OK, so this is a reason to subscribe to our Patreon to see the visual of what I'm about to do. But my cat was frozen or was like frozen like this. No. Yes, it was horrifying. And no. I made it through like a class or two. And then I was like, I got to drop out of this. Cat? That's that's a lot to be doing at a high, school, a high level. school level. And I was a vegetarian at the time. And I'm an animal lover. And then I had to like explain to colleges why I had dropped that class. Yeah, I think that is something that you do in a specialized major. That's not something right? you do in a just regular biology class. That's awful. It was really we did frog. Like, we did like a frog, frog and an owl pellet, which is just owl shit. That feels fine. Shit feels fine. We had yeah. a pig. A pig? Yeah, we, baby pig. Baby we had pig. for each person got their own baby no, pig. No, one. I was gonna say there was one well, in, there the was one in the class. Every person got their own cat. Where, Where were they, they getting, getting these cats? cats? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this feels so wild. Is this a false memory? I'm gonna have to call my mom, but I'm pretty sure I had to drop I out think, of a okay, class. Wait, I think oh. you've said this before. Wait, wait, okay. wait, wait. Yeah. high school dissecting cats. Yeah, it was really bad. Gabe's dissected some cats before. Some pussy. Mm -hmm. Very good. <laughs> wow. May 11th, 2023. Teenager speaks up against dissecting cats in high school. Was their name Allison Raskin? <laughs> no, it's, it's, there's like a change.org petition from this year. People yeah, are like really against it. It was horrifying. I had to quit the class. That's awful. <laughs> okay. Uh, so on a, on a less terrifying, horrifying note, I'd like to share a post from, am I wrong? Okay. Which we've, which we've covered before, but it's a fun one. So we'll, we'll dive back into it. The OP writes, am I wrong for wanting my BF to get rid of a, I can't touch you. You have a, um, your, one of your eyelashes is on your cheek. Oh, it's very delicate and adorable. Thank okay. you. It's have fine. you got them redone? Um, No. They still look pretty okay. good. Yeah. Thank you. Cause I'm going on Monday and I was worried they look bad now. No, they look no. great. They're still looking just good. Just one just was on your cheek. And I didn't get the witch cause I didn't catch it in time. Damn it. All right. I, w I wanted to, and then make you do the wish, but I'm not allowed to touch you. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't keep talking about your bad hygiene, maybe one day. I don't you could, have bad hygiene. But you talk like you do and mm -hmm. brag about it. Mm -hmm. I'm being silly. But it's, it's, you can't joke about that with me. I'm This podcast is sort of like, like you're the face and I'm the heel. You know what I mean? Like we have to play our parts. Because the heel's on the ground dirty. Exactly. Mm. Okay. So <laughs> Opie writes, am I wrong for wanting my BF to get rid of the majority of his apartment decor? What? I oh, recently no. moved. I, I this think is Alex wrote this in about me. Oh, he wants you to change everything. <laughs> I was gonna say no. He would. He doesn't. But like, I've definitely dated people who have been like, yeah, this is um an apartment for sure. John hates the amount of animal statues I have. I, and then I got you another one. Yeah, he's pissed. <laughs> he was like, "What is this?" <laughs> you liked it. Though. I love it. And that's not even an animal. It's a little creature. It's a little creature, which I thought she would like. Um, my birthday present. 
Melissa's birthday present was unbelievable. It was an original book of my ESL cartoons. Yeah, she showed me it, it was before so cool. we, she gave it to you. People freak out when they see it. But I love both the gifts and I felt very loved. Oh. Okay. I recently moved in with my BF. The beginning of our relationship had been a little rocky. His ex-girlfriend was a huge issue. She would constantly try and get in between us, messaging us both always, trying to see him to drop off things she found of his, etc. I have her blocked, but he does not, which is another issue of ours. He has her off his social media, but he has not blocked her. He really struggles when she starts trying to contact him. He feels bad about how the relationship ended and that she's still so hung up on him. They have a lot of history and he does care about her as a person. No. (laughs) Since she is a recurring problem, we've had conversations where I tell him, if you're going to continue entertaining this relationship with her, I'm done. To which he stepped up, told me he wanted to be with me and knew the relationship they had slash the continuing communication was not healthy. This is when he asked me to stay with him. I took this as a positive step within our relationship. He has never lived with a girlfriend before. But did he block her? That's a good point. He didn't block her. So stepped up is you're giving him a lot of credit. But his apartment is covered in things from his ex. Nope. Art on the walls, plates and cups, random little trinkets. I know this because after I started staying there, she told me in detail everything that was from her. What? This is a big insecurity for me because I still feel like she's a lingering issue. Honestly, you're the lingering issue. Actually, at this point, you're a side character in their story. Whoa, that's harsh. It's the truth. It's the truth. (laughs) Honestly, this stuff is cool and it matches the overall aesthetic of the apartment, but it bugs me. I haven't directly asked him to do this yet. There was a mug that he had that was obviously hers and did not match anything else. And I asked if we could get rid of it since we were running out of room in the cabinet. He sort of got weird about it. Would I be wrong if he demanded he got rid of stuff and we go and get new stuff? No, get rid of it and break up with him. Actually, I, get I throw the whole man away. I, that's the whole. Th- I I don't think you need to be in this relationship. Yeah, goodbye. Because the ex clearly still wants to be with him, mm-hmm. and he's still in contact with her, which means that he's giving her like breadcrumbs. Um, like, yes, he's keeping the apartment. And he's keeping for the apartment. Her. Yeah, pristine for her to exactly. move back in. I well, do not she never like even live there because he's she's the op said she he never lived with anyone. Before. Well, he clearly wants reminders of her every day like no no No. usually i'm like you know i'm cool with people being friends with their exes as long as everybody is like i don't want to be here anymore but she still wants to be here and he still cares about her yeah too much i think it's like about like priorities right because i used to date someone who told me that he had to keep talking to his ex because uh, if he didn't, she would hurt herself and it would be my fault, um, which was really cool manipulation. Because like on one hand, you're like, oh, this person just cares about another human being. Isn't that a virtue? But then you're like, you have to think about like your life in terms of priorities and your current partner should be more of a priority than your ex. Exactly. And, and why is the ex like messaging like I bought this? Like, they, yeah, that's, yeah. Weird. that's weird. I originally saw the post and thought that like the ex wasn't in the picture anymore, but there was yeah. still just a lot of stuff in the apartment. It made them feel weird. In that case, I'm kind of like, get over it. It's just like, yes, yeah, they probably just see it as stuff at this point, but yeah. this is so different and not okay. <laughs> Here's the twist. The ex died years ago. Oh, well, that's different. And no, no, no. It's like this a ghost. It's a ghost situation. <laughs> no, I understood that. Yeah. <laughs> um, No. Yeah, no, leave. that's a no. Leave. Get leave out. that man. You're a, you're a lingering presence in their relationship. Yeah. By far. The top comment is, why move in with someone when you already have so many problems? Cohabitating isn't going to make him block her. So all he needed to do was make an empty promise and you move straight in. Yeah. 
it, it really depends on the person in your relationship. Like this is clearly a man made of red flags. Also, it's interesting that they've been together for over three years. Oh, so this ex hasn't even been in a relationship with this guy for over three years. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like for real. Like I text her, I'd be like, "Come get your shit," and then it's just a picture of him. Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars and Paper Towns. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR named the novel a, quote, sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Aza Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Aza is trying. She's trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living with the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. As someone with OCD, it is so wonderful to see OCD represented in an incredible book. I think it is so important that we talk about mental illness, both in our own lives and through narrative. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Hi everyone, Allison here. Anyone who knows me well knows that I love to read. I am always looking for new books and that is why I'm so excited that this episode is sponsored by Book of the Month. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. It was so fun for me to get to pick which book I wanted to read this month and have it shipped right to my door. Book of the Month makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you can't go wrong. Every aspect of the Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. They have a highly anticipated release at the beginning of each month. Books are delivered in this really adorable bright blue box, and there's a fun app to help you pick your book and track your reading process. They also offer great values on new release hardcover fiction. It's much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free. And with a loyalty program, you get rewards and even lower prices the longer you stay as a member. My first book from Book of the Month was The Husbands by Holly Gramazio. I am tearing through this book. It is so fun. It's basically about this woman who one day comes home and there's a husband in her apartment and she's like, where did you come from? And then she figures out that every time her new husband goes into the attic, a new husband comes out and she's, she's like shuffling through all these different husbands from the attic trying to figure out which one is the best. It is right up my alley and I love it so much. So if you want to take part in book of the month and have a brand new book shipped right to your door every single month, go to bookofthemonth.com and get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That's $5 off with code PEDALS. I cannot recommend this enough. So my next, hopefully a point winning post that I'd like to share (laughs) is from True Off My Chest. Okay. 
I don't really understand the name of that subreddit. Like, get it off your chest? But what's the true part? I guess there was something called get it off my chest, and people were like, this isn't real enough. Like, this isn't... Sometimes when it says, like, true in a Reddit name, it'll be like, okay, this got oversaturated with, like, fake stuff, or, like, it's, like, not... People aren't using it the way they're supposed to, so we're going to make a new one called true, where we really stick to it. So, to follow up from last week's episode, there needs to be a true celebrity death. Yes, I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you should start that. Yeah, (laughs) That's not a red flag. (laughs) What do you do for fun? I run a true celebrity deaths uh, subreddit. Conspiracy. Subreddit. So if you have any thoughts on how celebrities died, let me know. Only if they died suspiciously. I was going to say, and don't say the COVID vaccine. Okay, bye. (laughs) Okay. So this post is, I can hear my neighbor talk to his cat. Incredible. This is really cute. Okay. I love this cat filled episode. Every day when my neighbor comes home from work, he unlocks his door and says, hello, Kevin. <laughs> and Kevin, the cat meows back in greeting. Yep. Our, that was really good. Thank you. Meow. Meow. Okay. Our apartment building is small and I can hear nearly everything that happens in the communal hallways in my living room. I don't know my neighbor at all. Not even his name, but I know his cat. My neighbor also likes to smoke a lot of weed. No shame. I like to indulge too, just not every day. I work from home and live alone, but hearing hello, Kevin has become a part of my routine. (laughs) It makes me smile every time. Yesterday, I heard the normal hello, Kevin greeting and Kevin's meow. I later smelled the blunt he smoked, but then I heard him go into the laundry room and come back. But then I heard something odd. Mm. Kevin's meowing was super loud and he sounded pissed. I waited a little while, but Kevin persisted. I opened my door and saw Kevin outside the neighbor's door. He was practically screaming and jumping up to hit the door with his little no. paws. Oh my God. The idea of animals wanting to get back into their house is like so devastating. Oh my God. It's so, but it's also so lovely that they love their home so much. Yeah. yeah. Like you think of animals, like we can't open the door. We can't yeah. let them out. But so many animals are like, no, I want I'll to come back. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, did, you, did you see that news story about the woman who was in the hospital yes. and her mm-hmm. dog got out and went to the hospital to find her? 20 mm-hmm. blocks away. Yeah. Unbelievable. I couldn't. I, I can't. I can't. It's, I love animals. Okay. Inside the apartment, I heard my neighbor echoing Kevin's cries. My neighbor sounded frantic and desperate, calling Kevin over and over again. I walked up to the door and knock. I heard my neighbor pause, then quietly, <laughs> with amazement and perhaps fear, repeat, Kevin? At last minute, I decided to dart back into my apartment and softly close the door, listening while my neighbor let Kevin in. He whispered, how did you do that, Kevin? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I've been laughing to myself about it since it happened. Imagining my stoned out of his mind neighbor contemplating how his cat human knocked on the door. Yes. (laughs) This is incredible. Best yes. Ever. yes, that's so that guy's like leaving a post in Glitch in the Matrix right now. Being yeah. like, my cat knocked, knocked on my door. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is what it means to be a good neighbor. If people hear me talking to my dog. Oh, yeah. I OK, I'm watching Alex's cat, Hammy, and my dog. People are like, I take pictures. Of them. people go, oh, they love each other. And I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't like each other. They're they're fine. Beans has a feeder. And it's like goes off at a certain time. But Hammy has realized the food is in the feeder. So Hammy's hitting it, trying to get the food to come out, batting at it. So I've had to take the feeder once I feed beans and then I take the feeder and I have to lock it away in a closet. 
And so I was doing that, but as I was locking it away and I have a camera in my house to like point to the door as I'm walking away with the thing, they're both trying to jump at it. They're both trying to jump like at me to get the feeder. And I'm like, stop, stop, stop. And I put it in the closet and they're both trying to get in the closet. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. I close it. And I realized that out loud. I screamed, chill. It is chill pill o'clock. You said chill pill o'clock. And there's video of this? There's video on my, I, I went back and looked at. Okay, upload that to the Patreon. Uh-huh. I should. Make it it's real just, incentivizing. It's just me screaming, enough. It is chill pill o'clock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, this is me. As a, I also was like, Sarah was like, this is you as a parent because I was holding beans and Hammy was like acting up. And I went to beans, look at your brother. What's wrong with both of you? And then I went, oh my God, this is how I was parented is that my sister would act up. My parents would be like, well, Gabe, <laughs> I was like, I'm repeating the cycle. Yeah, you're repeating I'm just saying to beans, like, look at your, look at your brother. Why is he doing this? Both of you are, are too much for me. Beans wasn't doing anything. Poor beans. Well. I can't tell how Sugar feels about Phantom, but I will say that, like, considering that there's a whole house, Sugar's, like, next to him all the time. Yeah, they're clearly friends. If if she hated him, why would she lie right next to him all the time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's my biggest evidence I have that she does, in fact, love him. It's so funny that Phantom, like, learns behaviors from Sugar. Like, we have a sectional couch, and at the end of, like, the sectional part, like, looks out into the front yard, and that's, like, sh- we call it Sugar's guard post <laughs> because she spends the majority of the day there just kind of scouting out the dangers <laughs> of the neighborhood and looking out the window. And we lived in the house for over a year, and I never saw Phantom on the guard post. He had no interest. He never went there. All of a sudden, Phantom's constantly on the guard post now. Hmm. Next to Sugar? No, like he'll take it when she's not there. They take shifts. They it's take shifts. shifts. He figured, he realized I got to earn my keep here. But he doesn't face the window. He faces the living room, but he's like on the guard post. Oh, he's so silly. <laughs> he's so silly. I have to say, like, I feel like he's getting more and more bonded to me. And it's like everything I've ever wanted. Yeah, that's the type of dog you wanted. Like, it's unbelievable. He like follows me everywhere. John was taking a nap with both the dogs on the bed while I took a shower. And then I wanted to go into the living room. And like, he was like passed out on the bed and I was like, you want to come? And he was like, no, I'm passed out, mom. And so then I went and closed the door and then he immediately got down and came out with me. <laughs> Cute. Dreams do come true. Yeah, really. <laughs> you want to read a post? Mm-hmm. So I found a subreddit I love called Traumatize Them Back. Oh. Which is my favorite. So, okay. Obviously this is about people doing things to you and you traumatizing them right back. This happened a really long time ago now, but I have never seen anyone run away from a situation quite so quickly. And sometimes I do wonder what the guy thought or if he learned his lesson. So my mom had been terminal and was in hospice care in our home. We knew time was limited. However, when I'm upset, the first thing to go to hell is my sleep schedule. I had slept two hours that night and hadn't been getting much more sleep than that for the few weeks preceding this. But she ended up passing slightly before four in the morning that this took place. So after she passed, I decided I needed caffeine to get through the day. So went to the nearest gas station that opened up at 8 a.m. and headed over there for some energy drinks. I likely did look a bit of a mess. It's easy to tell when I'm tired. And I was wearing my college merch that was much bigger than my usual size. I get out of my car and start shuffling through my clothes. I couldn't remember which gigantic pocket I had put my wallet in. While I did this, a man pulls up to the pump in a very shiny car. I don't remember what he looked like beyond he looked like a very put together game show host. (laughs) This man turns to me. He was 20 feet away. So this was all said loudly and says, it's a shame someone so pretty can't improve everyone's day with a smile. (gasps) I burst out crying, ugly crying with sobbing, mouthing and shaking. Just went from standing there, hoping I hadn't left my wallet at home to bawling in a mostly empty parking lot. 
I did manage to yell something like, I'm sorry, I'm not fucking pretty enough for you when my mom died four hours ago. Dude turned on his heel and left. Didn't pump gas. Didn't go inside for coffee. Didn't apologize. Just got in his car and left. I was saved from standing in the parking lot sobbing by a woman who I think was jogging and heard what the man said and I said to him and the employee of the gas station who were very kind. Wow. Edit. Some people seem to be confused thinking that being called pretty was a compliment. What? I didn't look great. I was wearing a hoodie that literally went past my knees and sweatpants stuffed into duck boots. I had dark circles bad enough that someone asked me if a snowball hit me in the face. They thought I had two black eyes. My very long hair was piled on top of my head and hadn't been brushed properly. I also get big red splotches on my face when I cry or I am cold. Considering it was January, I definitely had a blotchy face even if I wasn't crying from earlier. Best case scenario, he complimented me first for a sandwich critique. Worst case scenario, he was being actively passive aggressive about how I looked. I don't think he woke up that morning and twirled his mustache wanting to make a stranger cry. I think he did an awkward thing he shouldn't have. Don't tell a woman to smile. Seriously. And got embarrassed. Something that's probably happened to literally every person who has commented Mm -hmm. or liked this. Yeah. Wow. That's a great, I mean, obviously in this case it was real, but next time a man tells you to smile, you should say my mom died four hours ago. I, I used to do that. Really? Yeah, I used to say, I'm not going to say what I used to say because it's problematic, but I used to say something really bad when people, when someone would tell me to smile. Really? Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever really said that to me. You no, you've said nobody's cat called you, which is crazy. I feel like you smile a lot though. Yeah. So. I try to smile at everybody and people don't like it. Exactly. So, (laughs) well, go to the South. People will love it. But, um, but I think because you smile at everyone that you probably don't hear it. Yeah. That makes sense. Interesting. I got a dour look. I have to actually remember because like, I think my mom and I look very similar and I know that she has resting bitch face. So I'm always trying to be like, don't have resting bitch face. But like, it happens. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Can I do a no stupid questions? Absolutely, you can. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> Why? Oh. It's kind of a stupid question. <laughs> I see what happened there. I see what happened there. <laughs> Is it rude to honk someone else's horn? Yes. We're getting really into it with, with men and their audacity today. <laughs> On multiple occasions when I, 20s female, have been driving my partner, 30s male. So already there's your problem. Yucky, yucky. Already there's your problem. Yes. Has reached over to honk my horn. Mm -mm. One time it was because someone didn't go at a green light. One time because someone was going too slow on a curvy road. He said this was dangerous of them. And the most recent time he reached over and gave about five to seven additional honks after I gave the standard tap on the horn when someone didn't go on green. Oh, this man's abusive. Okay. I told him it was very rude and unnecessary to honk that many times. And he said he didn't care what the driver thought of us because they were an a-hole for not moving. Oh, this is someone who's never thought about how a driver might get out and and, um, shoot them. Mm -hmm. I got pretty pissed off and yelled at him that this was beside the point. He had done this before and it was not okay for him to honk my horn for the same reason. It's not okay to mess with any other controls while I'm at the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. He gave me kind of a half apology, didn't seem to understand the real reason I was upset and just went inside when we got home. He seems to feel perfectly justified in his behavior. I feel like it's extremely rude and unnecessary for a passenger to honk the horn, barring some kind of emergency situation, in which case I feel like the horn is kind of an afterthought. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so hard, right? Because like, what do you do if like your partner is like a totally nice, normal, rational person, but then does this one thing? Is that enough to leave? Yeah. 
Yes, because <laughs> I don't think to people that aren't you. Yes, mm. I I feel like this is controlling. Yes, and then also it's not safe, like mm-hmm. in multiple ways. Right, they're so, putting your life at risk. Yes, too. yes. Fuck that dude. Thank God everyone is writing. Leave him. Absolutely leave him. She said he loves to say, "I never claimed to be a good person." This is reminding me of an ex of mine that um the what person I was dating when I first moved to LA. That he was, would say that? He would just kind of, his whole thing was like, I'm not a nice guy. That was like his whole deal. Ugh. And I was like, ha I love it. <laughs> I was Toxic. like, he's so real for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was in my twenties and he was in his thirties. I would just be like, oh, it's so funny how he's such a curmudgeon. He's so grumpy. Ew. He would be like, I'm a bad person. And I'd be like, there, there, grumpy boy. He's so grumpy. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I dated a guy in his thirties when I was, 21. I don't think he was, he was a nice boy. He was like the nicest, sweetest yeah, he guy. Was the nice one. And he was like uncomfortable that I was still in college. And I was like, no, it's fine. And I like convinced him it was okay. But then I feel like when I tell people I dated a guy that was 10 years older than me when I was so young, they assume he was a creep, but he really wasn't. That's like your nice boy. Like we have our nice ex-boyfriends. That's yeah. like your nice ex-boyfriend. He's my really nice ex-boyfriend. Yeah. He's a wonderful man. Yeah. I haven't talked to him in years. I can't find him on social media. Really? He has looked? such a specific name. I know. You I've looked. looked. Yeah. I don't see him on. You should share it with me. I can probably track him down. But maybe he doesn't want to be found. And that's beautiful. And that's fine. And I can still find him. Because <laughs> oh clearly God. you have questions. <laughs> I don't have questions, but I'm I do just wondering. feel. I just feel like, should I, you know why I want to reach out to him is because when we were together, he said to me that I should write books. Mm. And Aww. at the time I was like, no, I want to like work in TV, like whatever. And now my career has really taken me to a place where what I do is I write books and right. I want to be like, you were right. Yeah. That's, that's really sweet. sweet. Yeah. And you can send them a little I'm, note. Right. So I said, oh, you're in your twenties, thirties, gross, blah, blah, blah. But like some it's, I get it. There's like different situations or whatever. Yeah. And like he, but the other thing I think about all the time and he, is he was like, but what if like you turn like 25 and you're suddenly like, I don't want this anymore like I'm screwed and I was like I won't do that and then I totally did that at like 23 <laughs> like he predicted the end of our relationship but I yeah. feel bad about that but he's fine he got married right I think so yeah, I think to fine. an Australian oh fun yeah fun and flirty exactly but I, I don't know if they're still married because I can't find any information <laughs> about him <laughs> but he was wonderful Oh, I also feel like even then it was a different time like I think now he probably would have been like absolutely no uh-huh, even yeah. though whatever like, I feel like the age gap thing has become more of more a talking prevalent. point, yeah. like in the last five years. I've never dated anybody like older than a year. Oh, oh wow. really? I've yeah. dated a lot. I've dated yeah. older guys. Older. And let me tell you, they're with my, I just want to say Allison's an exception because every man in my, in their thirties that I dated was a nightmare person. <laughs> an absolute nightmare person. I, someone sent me a, Alex sent me a TikTok that was like about something totally different, but a picture of one of my exes popped up on that TikTok. And I was like, full jump scare. Oh. I was like, Blah! <laughs> oh my Actually, God. Actually, I take that back. You dated someone older? Like three years, but yeah. still not a lot. Interesting. It's an Olympic track star. Hey. What? Drove a motorcycle. Oh, I Whoa. love that. Did you ever ride the motorcycle? Yeah, I didn't like it. It seems awful. And especially if it's like a crotch rocket one, because as a short person, there's nowhere for your feet to go. Like You're you just can't dangling. reach it. Yeah. You're free, ro- it you're free reeling. One? Like the fast ones that are go. The little ones oh. where you're like, yeah. Ugh. I just feel like I'd be so cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like in the summer when I was dating him, but also like... Oh my God. It was like, it just, it was just, I, 
again, someone that likes to be in control and I cannot yeah. control anything that's right. happening. It's right. terrible. Yeah. Interesting. I have, I've, <laughs> I found pictures of from when I was a kid of like me in like a little, like, I don't know, like biker outfit. And then like a kid, my age from our neighborhood also in like a biker outfit with like hair slicked back. We must've been like seven or eight. And our parents had dressed us up and put us on a motorcycle and like took pictures to be like, isn't this funny and cute? And like, I was like, this is so weird. Like, this is like, you had us dressed, like they had my hair up in this little like pulled tight ponytail. And then like the whole idea was to be like, it's, our kids look like bikers and like, it's cute and funny. It was like a lot of weird photo shoots when I was a kid, like white (laughs) trash photo shoots. And I'm like, what is this? Interesting. Yeah. My friend, Rachel, who was on our live show Mm -hmm. and my best friend and she, her husband, uh, Sean, who's also one of my really good friends. I met Sean first, uh, is comes from a big motorcycle family and like grew up riding, like I think has like two bikes, whatever. But he had always told her that when they had a kid, he would stop riding. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and so he like went on his last big trip this like August or something. And now he's going to, cause she's pregnant and having a kid. What? You know, you knew that. I didn't know she was pregnant. What? You didn't know Rachel was pregnant? No. Oh, yeah. She's pregnant. What? Yeah. Since when? For months. At the live, when we did the live show, she was pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant then, but I wasn't telling anyone. I kept a secret. Mm -hmm. But I knew that. This, you told me. Are you kidding me? At your she, wedding. I felt like at the wedding, she just told that story that Allison told. Oh, really? To me and you, Gabe. She does not. I'm sorry. She does not look pregnant at all. Well, she was like about four months at the wedding. And that's like, she's like starting to show more now. Goodness gracious. I look more pregnant than her. Like after a beer. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, she's pregnant. She's having a boy in January. Why? Is she, oh, I what guess the, as also at your graduation. At my grad party where you weren't there. Yeah. We were talking about it. So maybe you know, that's where I heard what the story. a beautiful, genetically beautiful person with a genetically beautiful husband. I know that just kid's going to be gorgeous. Pregnant with not, not showing in any way. <laughs> I would guess if you saw a picture of us next to each other, you would guess that I was pregnant. There's no fucking I think way. She was showing a little she bit. She was showing a little. Yeah. She's showing now. Wow. Well, good for Rachel. I know. And he, and he, so he's going to be done. And I think that's such a lovely quality in a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To not have to like fight him about it, but for him to have made that decision himself yeah. years ago. Is so cool. They're very dangerous. One motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And two, my brother, Jason, again, loves them, rides them. And I disapprove. You should. I know. But he loves them. What are you going to do? And I'm not in charge of kids. him. No, he doesn't have kids. I think Just that makes it different. Two Pomeranians. But his wife is a doctor, correct? Right. She is a doctor. So I guess yep. what he, he falls and she no, heals him. No, I mean like a lot of doctors like discourage, they're like actively oh, yeah, saying. Amber's a cool doctor. <laughs> Amber's like cool. She's like covered in tats and has like red hair. She's like a cool doctor. I, they should still care about basic safety. I know, I know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. You're covered in tats and have had red hair before. Yeah, but I'm not a doctor. But yeah. do you think that if you become a parent, you should take less physical risks? Yes. Because I do. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like somebody that goes out and seeks danger, then yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dad. Mark Don. <laughs> yeah, dad. He's going to love it. All right. It's time for Reddit or not. I'm going to say that it's Gabe's turn. Okay. I want you to look up classified ads from the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fun. Yeah. I hope they have them. Yeah. 
Do you remember personal ads in newspapers? I enjoyed reading the ads, but didn't know anyone that placed one. In researching, I discovered ads from the 1800s, yes. including whole newspapers devoted to them. What? What were they for? Love. They didn't, and like, why didn't they post an example? Maybe they just they started. Up. They're a liar. I truly thought that you were going to say that most of them were made up and that it was somebody's job to make them up. What do you mean? Like that, like the classified section of the newspaper, it's just complete fiction. Is that and true? I don't know. Now I'm thinking that it is true. <laughs> now I'm wondering if any of them are real. Here's one. If you like pina coladas. Here's one. A newspaper ad from 1865 of an 18-year-old man looking for a wife. Oh. amazing. Oh my God. Okay. Chance for a spinster. <laughs> what? He wants Chance an older woman. He wants an older woman. <laughs> a young man in a Roofstook County, Maine, advertising for a wife, speaks of himself as follows: "I am a 18-year-old, have a good set of teeth, and believe in Andy Johnson, the Star Spangled Banner, and the Fourth of July." He's a hmm. patriot. Yeah, <laughs> I have taken up a state lot, cleared up 18 acres last year, and seeded 10 of it down. Yeah. My buckwheat looks first rate. <laughs> and okay. The, and the oats and potatoes are bully. He's going to be able to take <laughs> care of you. I have got nine sheep, a two-year-old bull, and two heifers besides a house and a barn. Hey. I want to get married. I want to buy bread and butter, hoop skirts, <laughs> and waterfalls for some person of the female persuasion during life. That's what the matter, I guess, because of the different ways they talked back then. That's what's the matter with me, but I don't know how to do it. So there- oh my God, <laughs> this is like the, the cutest, most heart wrenching thing. Well, because I think that the editor editorialized that first part. I don't know if the 18 year old specifically said he wanted, he just, said he wanted no, a wife. He just said he wanted a wife. I'm taking this in the way that we speak in today's language. And if you heard someone say, that they love the Star Spangled Banner yeah, and the Fourth of July. Yeah, he's a, he's, so he's a patriot. He likes the president. He likes our country, which at the time it's early enough, and there wasn't enough information about out yeah. there. What is it? It was know? different to like the country then. Yeah. So he was it. No, no, <laughs> no. But I, I, he didn't have the information. Yeah, we hope. So he, so he loved the country. He's in Maine. He's in a northern state. He might not know what's going on down, down <laughs> south. That's what I'm um, He may not know. Uh, and uh, and he has a bunch of stuff, and he wants to buy dresses and butter for a, a young woman. I hope he got married. I hope he got married. Maybe it was one of our, our ancestors. <laughs> Definitely, someone related to me would put an ad like that in the paper. <laughs> Hello, I would like a I would like a romantic encounter with a woman. And I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. We'll be back on Wednesday with a full episode of Just Between Us. And if you want to hear the whole thing, you can subscribe to patreon.com slash just between us. Or if you're unable to subscribe at this moment for only $3 a month, we'll be back on Monday with a full episode of Too Long Did Read It. Bye. Did y'all know that Lysol used to be a feminine hygiene product? Oh, that's terrible. Just Between Us is a Gallison production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond Emprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. 
Join our Patreon to watch full episodes and listen ad-free. The link is in the description. And make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Discord, and Reddit. 